0: everybody it's dave here and we've got the group from climbing the pocket for the final score live in the final two minutes and it looks like your minnesota vikings will go 13 and four on the season what a great season
1: how you doing jonas way over there in germany uh, surprise! I'm surprisingly relaxed doing Vikings game. That's definitely new uh, experience this season. Because, and not only this season, but like the last couple of season at least, seasons at least, there haven't been many games where I've been calm and not mad at the team. <laughs> because most times games have been uh, decided by more goals. Moscow. The last few years, it's usually been against the Vikings. So, yeah, it's Relax. nice to have that. Good.
0: Let's hit the roller. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose, join us on climbing the pockets. The final score and. We are all here as soon as I bring in Jason Brown, the man of renown. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, happy this game is, is almost <laughs> over.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like I help you in football in January. We have right. Matt Anderson sitting right next to me. After being gone for since the Bears won a game it seems like back in October but he's back (laughs) Matt how are you doing
2: I'm good man I'm good I'm refreshed I'm ready for for playoff football I mean it's finally here I feel like ever Mm -hmm. since we clinched the north we've just been kind of you know waiting and not that these games haven't meant anything Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm ready for the real football to, to to pick up here
0: Jason, what's your impression of this game so far? I mean,
3: yeah, I think Matt hit the nail on the head. It's uh, very very preseason-ish in terms of the quality of play out there. It's nice to see the offense look uh, competent in the first half, do what they are supposed to do. Uh, Probably would have liked them to play fewer snaps, but, um, yeah. Sorry about that. It was a game. It happened. We're going to win. Like... Hooray. <laughs> on to the games that actually matter. Let's hope everyone's healthy and, uh, yeah, ready to start looking ahead to these matchups and what the playoffs are going to look like. And
0: this keeps the Time pressure. Time flies when you're having fun, Abby.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this uh, this keeps the pressure up on the 49ers to win today, which should happen. But hopefully, they're, you know, something miraculous Also, go ahead, Jonas.
1: uh, Some note for uh, actually more important to our opponent today the Indianapolis Colts have come back against the Texans, uh, and therefore the Texans probably are going to keep the number one overall pick and not lose it to the Bears. Is that game final yet? No, it's one minute and 19 seconds. At least that's what it uh, says yeah. here in the broadcast. Um, yeah. Okay. But Houston
0: has the ball.
3: If I'm Texans ownership, I'm firing everybody if they come back and win this game.
0: Well, I think the problem <laughs> with the Texans <laughs> is partially the ownership. Um What? <laughs> Aha. Uh, we've got... Cool. Um, Tyler's going to jump on when you bail there, Jason. Jason's going to have to bail early. His uh, mother is in town, which is cool. It's true. It's true. All right, Dave. Well, let's let's uh right, let's jump in. Well, uh, let's jump in. Uh, the Vikings are well on the way to seal this victory. There's no way the Chicago Bears can come back. So I can definitively
1: say, like. The Bears actually knelt. So the Bears basically did the Vikings' victory formation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we can declare it. Vikings win. Vikings win. Vikings win. And they go to 13-4. and four. Who at the beginning of the season said they would end up with a 13-4 record? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> so is that have we just been lucky or does a lot of this go credit go to Kevin O'Connell, even though his end of half sequence was bizarre?
3: No, they haven't just been lucky, but we've also <laughs> benefited from, we've, but we've benefited from some things going our way. I think both things can be true. Uh, I think too often when we have these discussions, they end up being very binary. It's either this or that. Uh, and so like, I even think the conversation around like the whether the Vikings are fraud or like a fraudulent, you know, 12 and 4, 13 and 4, all of that stuff. Like there's just a horrible lack of nuance, I feel like, when people start to talk about these things. Are the Vikings like as good as teams with this record typically are? Probably not. But they're a good team. They're a playoff team, especially in the NFC this year. Like they deserve to be in the playoffs. Um they like they can score with pretty much any team that's in there, which gives them a, a punching chance with, with any of the teams in the NFC. And so, yeah, like the Vikings aren't like, yeah, I don't think that anyone is like st- taking a step back, looking at the Vikings record and saying like, this is an elite team. This team doesn't have holes. We can just roll into the off season and be like, you know, we're good. Um, but clearly like, Yeah, we have a great record. We're going to go. We're going to play some games in the playoffs, and we'll see how it goes. But the NFC this year feels just soft enough for a team like ours to be able to go Mm -hmm. in and make some noise when we get in there. um, If we play the way that we know that the team is capable of playing. So uh, it wasn't just luck, but we absolutely had some lucky things go our way. I mean, hell, the game went... I was sitting next to you in Austin, like, yes. and Matt was in the stands in Buffalo. Like, <laughs> A lot of things had to go exactly right for us to win that game, and there are countless examples of that. It's why the whole one-score game thing is so unstable, because there's so many things that have to go right for you to win games like that. So, uh yeah, we had some luck on our side. There's nothing wrong with that. We hope we have some luck on our side in the playoffs, too, and Ooh, we yes. play well enough Ooh, to yes. put ourselves in position to take advantage of that luck.
0: Matt, what do you think of the overall
2: season? Yeah, I mean it, it was a success, right? I don't think if you would have told us a year ago, you know, after <laughs> Mike Zimmer refused to play Kevin Kellen Mond in the in the final week of the season, that this team would then turn around and be thirteen and four, hosting a playoff game and with a shot technically at the number two overall seed, um, I nobody would have believed you, but to, to Jason's point, they've played good football this season. uh, And, you know, people are going to be out there calling them frauds uh, because they have been lucky and fortunate in some games, but you know what? They capitalized on some of that luck as well. They didn't just, they didn't just let it happen and then, you know, squander it. They had the, they had the moment (laughs) in Buffalo where they got lucky and they, you know, they took advantage of it and they won that game. So this is a good team. Um, they have some things mm-hmm. to shore up, and the offense looked, you know, fine in the first half tonight or today. Um, but, yeah, this is where it really starts to matter. This next week is – you guys are freaking out over something. What's
0: going on? Uh, the, Did the Texans, Texans just, just win? Just, they just yeah, scored. The,
1: they scored. Oh, They're trying um, hard to um, win um, the game. Like a, on, like, the fourth <laughs> – on the fourth and 20 and uh, – Coles guy was in perfect position to make an interception, just missed it. And I think it was oh Akins who was standing right behind him and caught the touchdown. And they, and they just got the two point. They just got it. <laughs> Did they
0: So they win. The uh, it's, to 50, put them there.
1: It's, it's 50 seconds left. So uh, the Colts at least have some chance.
2: What are they doing?
0: <laughs> hey it happens
2: and you know what T- to be honest I mean obviously it screws over the uh the Texans right because they're not going to have an opportunity to take you know potentially Bryce Young or Stroud or whoever goes number one overall but the Bears are now sitting there with the number one pick and they're they're not going to take a quarterback right away if 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 they're smart which they might not be because they traded the 32nd overall pick for Ch- Chase Claypool but that's a different story. But if the Bears are smart, they move out of that first pick and get a boatload of picks. Uh, as, and I think ass. that's their yeah, I hate man.
0: it. I hate it. The Dolphins win two. They made it into the playoffs.
2: Dude, Jeff Saturday sucks as a head coach.
3: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sorry. Back to our game. I was just hoping that, yeah. like, it would be nothing but bad news for the Bears today. But, uh, you know, the Texans wanted to
0: give them some hope. <laughs> <laughs> My um, gosh! Wow. So hey, the the Bears is, it could be all part of their plan. This way they get the you know a king's ransom for that top pick. Because it it sounds from the Bears beat writers that I've read or and or listened to they're not going to go for a quarterback. They're going yeah, r- to they roll should. with Justin Fields and. That makes that pick so valuable for quarterback-needy teams. So it's part of that rebuild, that complete teardown and rebuild, where we did the
1: competitive rebuild this year. Man, watching red zone right uh, now is wild. Okay. Billy,
0: yes, our season is not over. We have at least one more game, preferably four more games. And if this team can play up to different points of the season where they showed they can put that complete game together, where the offense is clicking, we've got so many stars and the abilities, Kirk Cousins can get hot, uh, the offensive line can protect him, they can score tons of points. And if that defense can hold teams to very minimal points, we can we could run this thing. But it's going to take all that coming together, you know, a little bit of grace and a whole lot of, you know, cheering from our fans at home to make that happen. Absolutely. All right. Let's go highlights. Anybody have any highlights for this game? Jonas? Besides Uh, (laughs)
1: survival? I... I'm not sure right now. Um, it's, it's hard to pick something about this game because uh, this really felt like a preseason game and I'm thinking of uh, some of the backups who looked good. I think one thing I want to mention um, is that the offensive line, especially in the passing game, looked relatively competent. Yes, the Bears front is absolutely garbage, but uh, it's... It's still uh, good to see the offense flying with two third stringers in, still working solidly. And to be honest, even against the Packers, you had obviously they were out of sync on uh, a lot of those uh, pre snap things. But uh, if you just go to the blocking performance, at least again in the past in the passing game, uh, the pass protection held up actually pretty well against the Packers, despite the game script. And uh, this, with all the third st- stringers in there, it actually uh, it actually gave me uh, the confirmation about what I al- already thought, that the Vikings actually have probably one of the best offensive, li- offensive line depths in the league. You don't see many uh, offensive lines being a deep. Being deep, You don't see many competent backups. And I think the fact that the Vikings have even two backups down and have to start third stringers, and it's still a unit that doesn't just fall into pieces, that's actually a very good sign.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I concur. It is. Abby asked, "How many records did we break this season?" I know there was a couple more today that were broken,
2: and I don't I don't even know, but it, it did seem like it happened a lot. I know Jefferson broke a record today. Um, Tyler just wrote an article on Vikings Wire about it, so he can speak to that when he hops on. But eighteen hundred uh, and
0: nine yards on the season—that's what it was. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Adam Thielen had a record today as well. He uh, he tied man, what was his name? I can't even remember. Played back in the, the like the forties, uh, but 55 career receptions for an undrafted player, which is third all time in NFL history. So kind of an obscure stat, but uh, yeah.
0: And Kirk Cousins, I think was the 42nd away game touchdown in a row, which is a new record.
2: Yeah. These are all just feel good stats. You know, I, Oh yeah! What there really matters is, is 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 winning on Sunday. So,
0: well, and I or like Saturday. How, how my boy Ed Ingram got a most consecutive starts his rookie season. Yeah, and of course, if he played every game, he's going to beat everybody that played all those sixteen and fourteen game seasons. Hmm. But he played every game. Jason, what was your highlight of the game? Uh,
3: Adam Thielen got to get cardio and also, uh, <laughs> catch a touchdown, you know, like, uh, which is, it's an upgrade. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, normally he's out there running laps. Uh, got, got, got rewarded for his, his, his running up and down the field, uh, throughout the season with, uh, with, with the touchdown today. So, you know, uh, that'll be my highlight. And, and the biggest highlight is, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson didn't get hurt. That, that, that's just really that is that is my highlight. I uh, saw him out there a couple of times, kind of barking with the other teams. And I was just like, go put him, wrap him in bubble wrap, put him on the sidelines. <laughs> like, don't want anyone taking any cheap shots at the franchise. Uh, so, yeah, Thielen getting to, to catch a touchdown, JJ not getting hurt. Uh, those would be my highlights for the day. Matt?
0: What yeah, highlights do you I have?
2: I mean, it's, it's, it's an uneventful game. Did something happen, Jonas, in the in the Colts game? Uh,
1: not that, uh, in retrospect. I thought they were going to do the lateral game, and uh, that would have been funny if uh, Ellinger just overthrew him, but I think they just wanted to go to the sidelines, so it wasn't as bad as I thought it was on first glance.
2: It's final on my side. The The Texans won it is i've got two seconds showing
1: but anyways
0: that's um yeah awesome
2: i'll go back to the highlights quick and uh i see my my niece commented in in the the chat there so shout out (laughs) to my niece hi stella um yeah uneventful game i think uh you know when we look to the future we see some guys on the team that that obviously played well um I think Jalen Naylor has put together a couple of good games when he's given the opportunity. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that he can kind of progress and be something next year. Um, Alexander Madison looked good again today. He's looked good all season, honestly. Um, so it'll be sad to likely see him go this off season as he's in the final year of his contract. And I mean, he's probably going to go try and cash in, which I don't blame him at all. So, um. Yeah, really, just kind of looking for for depth guys to be playing well. Thought Ole Udo played fine today, which is which is good as he's taking over for O'Neill in the playoffs. Except for one, play false start. Yeah, but it's that's what's going to happen. Uh, Chris Reed looked a little bit better. There was one play where he didn't quite get the ball. I mean, he got it there to Cousins in time, but it was kind of you know we want to kind of eliminate those mistakes. Uh, you can get away with them at home, but on the road, you're going to pay for it like they did in, in Green Bay. So overall, I'm, I'm fine with how today went. I means nothing, really, to me.
0: <laughs> I really love that the grit and power that has been K.J. Osborne came out again today. The man finds himself, gets himself open, and when he gets the ball, he is not willing to stop for nothing. He keeps those legs driving and he keeps going. He had a fabulous day. 117 yards. That's just that's awesome. Are there any low lights from this game? I mean it's like a preseason game.
3: We we had to watch the whole thing. Um no. Uh <laughs> No, like you said, it's a preseason game. As long as nobody really major gets injured like it's a win in, in my books like there are some mistakes here and there but i mean that's to be expected it's people who don't usually get a lot of uh guys who don't get a lot of playing time getting to get some some reps out there getting to get some experience um yeah so no like yeah nothing that i'm gonna really nitpick from this performance uh <laughs> to matt's point uh before the game started it was already kind of thinking about next weekend what that's gonna look like um because, yeah, we've been playing with house money since, like, the midpoint of the season, it feels like. And, uh yeah, none of us predicted playoffs. And so it's just, uh yeah, like, ready to get to the next season and, like, yeah, get back into some games that really, like, really and truly matter for the team. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's exciting to be thinking about playoff football because that's not where I, my head was at at all when the season kicked off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it works. It absolutely
3: works. And to the Nailer question, if you ask Jonathan, he would say, uh absolutely.
2: Uh <laughs> but most
3: everyone else says
2: no. <laughs> I have one low light for you, Dave. What's that? Uh the clock management at the end of the first half.
0: Well, like I was said, that was
2: bizarre. Just abysmal. And I don't know whether I should like really care too much about it, but you are playing against th- now, the worst team in the NFL, right? The Bears are officially last place. And you just can't kind of have those mistakes. Um, Kirk, it was a poor decision by him as well. And then just to, you know, icing on top, they had 12 guys out there. So they, they probably would have gotten the field goal uh, somehow, but then they had 12 guys. So that would be my low light. Just, just pretty poor clock management. Um, there. And in, in, when you head into the playoffs, you cannot be doing that. I don't care who you're facing.
0: No. And on one of those plays, they let the clock run and then they went, oh shit, we need to stop it. You know, after yeah. they let, you know, 10 or 12 seconds roll off of it.
2: Yeah. Tells you how much they cared about this game.
0: <laughs> Freddie points out our win total was nine and a half before the season. That was on the optimistic side Freddie, I mean, it started out at eight, eight and a half, and it went up to that. Um, So, yes, we got 13 wins. If you bet the over at the beginning of the season, you're rolling in some bank today. Mary's celebrating the playoffs. Absolutely, Mary. It's all right. We're in there. With a home
1: game, no less. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing is, um, and I mentioned that on our German podcast, I started podcasting in 2018, and uh, that's, that's when the German podcast started. And so because of that, that's the first time the Vikings have won the division since I started podcasting. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool.
0: Now, we've gone through highlights. We've gone through lowlights. I'm waiting on Tyler to pop on because he said he had a lowlight. Don't know what it is. Just waiting, waiting,
2: waiting. Does he he have the link? I know I forwarded him a link, but okay.
0: He does, he does. I had to test it earlier, and Tyler was the one that allowed me to test it. Because yesterday's show, if you were watching two old bloggers, you saw that my buddy Darren had an issue at his end. Seems like his uh, camera took a dump, and it was me in a, talking to a black screen all during yesterday's show. Now the black screen had voice; you heard Darren, but you couldn't <laughs> see. It. I joked around about being above the Arctic Circle and it's nighttime there, twenty-four hours. Ago. <laughs>
3: All right, Dave, well, I do have to drop uh yeah, playoffs. 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 We'll be playoffs. back. We'll be back after Let's a playoff go. game, hopefully to celebrate some more. Uh and maybe Let's we go. win this one a little bit more convincingly. So uh yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, you get be in good, there, brother? In and, the playoffs. Uh, and uh Matt, you going to get that first uh, flag football win this week? Is that is oh that going gosh. down? Oh my gosh.
2: Miles and I talked about it a little bit yesterday. Uh yeah. Yeah, I think we will. I think we- this this is the week.
3: <laughs> jonas can do some consulting for you i heard his team's doing pretty well so you know maybe holler at jonas for some uh for some tips to get the team yeah. set uh, get them right
2: well you know if miles F-2. didn't bail on the team i'm just kidding <laughs> miles if you're watching this <laughs>
3: you, you got to pay top dollar for miles you know yinka brought him in for his company league a couple years back and like put him over the top so miles is I not know. cheap
2: yeah, I took him out to brunch yesterday uh, hoping to, you know, final a, finalize a contract. <laughs> and No no luck. <laughs> Have Warren, take care, Jason. All
3: right, fellas. I'll see you. <laughs> what up, Tyler? I can't ah, hear you, but I
0: got to bounce. You need a mic. You're not – we're not hearing you, Tyler. Switch this over. Still not hearing you. Tyler's having malfunctions I'm today. I'm seeing him
1: twice.
2: Oh, we get dual Tyler today.
0: Well, not for long. I switched myself back.
2: Still can't hear you, Tyler. We deal
0: with this on Mondays.
4: How about now? Yes. Yep. Okay, there we go. I I just had to hit a bunch of buttons multiple times and we're good. Uh how's everybody doing?
0: Doing great. We're thirteen and four. None of us picked that at the beginning of the season. I mean, maybe I in the nine most and
4: eight.
0: optimistic scenario, but yeah, that's you gotta love it. It's fantastic. It's tequila worthy.
4: Yeah. Well, I I shouldn't be drinking tequila. I just tested positive for the good old COVID nineteen. So, oh no. I, ah, you know what? It it's whatever. I'm this this is why you get the pokey poke. It, it's I'm fine. I've been, I've been working through it, so, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how to better relax now anyway. Than, so. Better
2: now than at the uh, the end of the month.
4: Oh, God, I'd cry. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, Matt, you, you stole my thunder. I, I wanted to come on here and talk about Kevin O'Connell's clock management because this isn't the first time. Uh, there have been multiple examples throughout the season, and to me, it was it, you have to expect some of it with a rookie head coach. You just have to. They're learning how to do this on the fly. To me, what the biggest issue is, I don't see any growth. And because I'm not seeing any growth, now I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. What if it happens in the playoffs? It costs you points. That could easily cost you a football game. It did not cost you a game here because it's the Bears and both teams were actively not really caring. But the Vikings, they were able to win because, one, they're just a flat out better team. And how hilarious is it that the Vikings. Their first and last games were double-digit wins. Everything in between wasn't. And those two double-digit wins were both 16 points.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like One thing I have to say about the last sequence, I I put this way more on Cousins than I put it on O'Connell because uh, O'Connell was trying to uh, call it a way that there's no time left for the Bears to have a drive Uh before they uh after the Vikings score and then there's just Cousins can throw a shot uh of the end zone you just can't do that if he doesn't if he doesn't do that they are fine they either kick the field goal uh with like 10 seconds left or they have the touchdown i think yeah. the clock management wasn't perfect by o'connell in this case but i i think it was fine you just can't throw a shot of the end zone at this, uh, like he did at this moment. That's, on, that's so, on cousins.
4: Jonas, here's my argument: one, it is on cousins; he shouldn't have thrown that. But two, you understand the situation you're in. Why is O'Connell calling any any play that has that short outlet? There shouldn't even be an outlet there because the outlet should be thrown through the back of the end zone. To me, it's it's a cause and effect. Kevin O'Connell was the cause. Kirk Cousins was the effect. And if you eliminate the first part, Cousins doesn't even have a chance to make that throw. So when you're calling the plays, O'Connell needs to have that in his mind that he can't make that play call. Or if he does it, you have Cousins change the protection where Dalvin does not leak out. Uh, Like, we can rag on Cousins all we want, and it's fair. If the option's there to throw it short, you can't throw it short. But O'Connell should know better as a a now experienced play caller having gone throughout the year and a head coach, he should know that he can't leave that option to a guy like Kirk Cousins who... Even though this season he's much improved in that area, has a tendency to check it down to that easy receiver. To me, it's the I think it falls more in the head coach, but I don't think Cousins is absolved either.
1: I think in this case, I'm. You have an eleven game, uh, an eleven year veteran standing there. Um, if there's even, as I mean, if there was an option to keep Devin in protection and not putting, uh, letting him go to this uh, route, there's no reason for Cousins to use that check. And I, I think um, even if that's in there, I think that's where, as a coach, you have to be able to trust your quarterback, that he knows that this usually is an option on that play, but in this particular situation, it isn't. That's what Cousins should know.
0: Could be. He should have known better. And, and just chuck it out the back of the end zone and kicks a field goal, and we would have been yeah. fine. Yep. Uh, Tyler, you supposedly wrote about the records. I just remembered another one we did not mention, and that is uh, Eric Kendricks and his number of years that have led the Vikings in tackles. He surpassed uh, Scott Studwell and Ben, ben Lieber. Um, one of the other
4: ones. Jack Del Real?
0: No. One Jack either. It was one of the ones from Alaska. Ed McDaniel? No, no, no.
4: Uh, I got to remember. Okay. But. Oh, E.J. Henderson?
0: No. For consecutive seasons. No, it was. Uh, ah. I'd have to look it up. One of the 90s
4: guys. There was a 90s guy. You're talking about Del Rio and Mc, and McDaniel as your one and two. Yeah. I Wait, mean, Dwayne uh, Rudd was no, only here for four years. Not the
0: 90s. The 10s. Uh, played with Favre.
4: See, that? that's why I diverted to EJ.
0: Yeah, but EJ wasn't him. Maybe Lieber, but I don't think it's Lieber. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Let's go football. Pro football stats. Not that this is great. TV, I'll get it. Uh, what other records did you point out on your write-up at the Vikings
4: Wire? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Justin Jefferson. um it now is the nfl leader in most receptions in for the first 3 years of a career um, he passed uh, michael thomas of the new orleans saints with 3 is 322nd catch um i don't i think he had he ended with 324 okay still pretty impressive for Oh, and the Cardinals are about to score a touchdown on, within the first minute, AJ Green. So the Cardinals are out to a great start, hoping to give the Vikings <laughs> the the number two seed, which, l- let's just be honest, uh, I think that would be great. It wouldn't be necessarily great to host a Red Hot Packers team Steve's or a Pisces Lions or Seahawks team.
0: Chad Greenway.
4: Greenway. Man, I don't, I, I don't know why I missed that. I was only thinking middle. Um, I'll tell you, I would rather host the 49ers in the divisional run than have to go to Santa Clara. So, Mm
1: Also, the Rams Rams just picked off off Smith, and therefore the Lions, I mean, if the Rams uh, start out that way and if they can keep going, the Lions also may have a shot. Because they're eliminated if the Seahawks win.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. if if they still have a shot, they're playing for even more motivation, other than just to spoil Green Bay, which should be enough yeah. nice motivation to start off with. But with Honestly, that, guys, think- um, yeah, we we've been through just about everything—highlights, lowlights. We have. Uh, is there any questions? I don't have any other than we sit here and wait to find out when we will play next weekend. When any guess? Saturday. Noon Sunday, on or Sunday.
4: Monday? If it's against the Giants, I almost guarantee you it'll be noon on Sunday because it's going to be one of the least appealing matchups, and they like to stick that least appealing matchup in that window. If we end up as the two seed and we get the Packers, don't be shocked if that's a primetime one. Because one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL, the Packers always perform well as far as ratings go. I I would say those are probably our most likely. Um, then again, you have the Dolphins who, if they're two-aless, which I would presume that they will be, that uh, they we're going to get be a prime candidate for one of those low slots. But uh, uh-huh. I think the only spot we're not going to get is Monday
1: Night Football.
0: Okay, well yeah, I think Monday Night one-
1: is pretty much locked. Yeah,
0: noon I on Sunday my, is perfect for me. I mean, that's when Kirk Cousins is at, his, is at his best. So, Well, we have a show tomorrow, Tyler. Mm-hmm.
4: That We're, we're going to call it the COVID-19 show, Dave, because <laughs> I have it. Yeah. yeah. No, Well, um, we're going to talk a lot about the little nuances of this game and do a lot of projecting out for the uh, playoff game that we are going to host at U.S. Bank Stadium. We're going to do a lot of talking about clock management, a lot of talk about Duke Shelley, who I thought was that played the best out of anybody today. We're going to talk to Jonas's point about the fact that the Vikings do have a relatively deep offensive line. And it kind of showed in the second half, they protected Nick Mullins pretty well. Yeah. And I thought it was really good to give the Lowe and Kyle Hinton long extended reps considering what we may have to deal with without having Brian O'Neill and your number one backup tackle, Oliudo is already forced into action. So, low, getting some reps, I think, is objectively good. And we are going to talk about the, the our opponent. And we're going to see uh, how they match up. Um, obviously, we've already played three of our four potential opponents. The only way we, we did not play is Seattle. And we all know the history with the Vikings and Seattle. It hasn't necessarily been favorable. But I think they got rid of that in 2021 when they beat the Seahawks here. We're going to have a lot of fun. And then, uh, as a friendly reminder, once the... Season is over. We will be full-on transitioning to Mock Draft Mondays. I already have a bunch of wide receivers written up that you can go. All you have to do is type in Skull Search in Google, and all of them should pop right up to the front. Um, That is going to be where you're going to be able to find all my scouting reports. This receiver class is not stop heavy, but I currently have 10 guys with at least a second-round grade. So there are options to help fortify this receiver
1: core.
0: Which is good. Jonas, what have you got going on in Germany this week?
1: um I mean probably uh the the playoff preview of course, and I'm a little bit behind this year because I didn't have much time uh over the last few weeks I would say um But I'm going to start to dive into draft tape this week, probably. And uh, I'll probably put up a poll on Twitter uh, to see which position I should start. Um, I usually started with the QBs, but they are not that great of a class this year. And uh, I I would like to start with a relatively strong class uh, and also a class... Uh, where the Vikings have a need. So, yeah, I see the receiver class is is an option, but I don't think I'm going to start with them because we usually have the wide receivers relatively late on our draft podcasts. But I'll see. I'll probably just put up uh, a poll and then let's see what it's going to be. Sounds good.
0: With that, we all want... The Lions to defeat the Green Bay Packers tonight to end their season. It would be so just. What do we say, guys? scar Vikings.
4: Skull Vikings.
0: 13 and 4, baby Skull Vikings. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout out goes to our partners. The Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found. And to late months of brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a climbing the pocket in SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. Skull, everybody.